Hey, this is Paul Little. Are you ever in for a treat? This year for the Winnipeg Comedy Festival, I decided to talk to a couple local comics who are a part of the festival and they've been a part of it before. Uh, but they're also two fifths of the sketch comedy troupe Hunks, Tim Gray and Matt Nightingale. Hunks are doing just amazing, amazing work right now, performing in all sorts of sketch comedy festivals all across North America. And as stand-ups, Matt and Tim have been doing great for a number of years. And uh, Tim, of course, is no stranger to showbizmonkeys.com. Uh, he's done some interviews for us in the past. If you're listening to this before the Winnipeg Comedy Fest is over, please go check out one of their shows. Otherwise, see them around the city whenever you can. They will also be touring with hunks later on this year around North America. Check them out. I hope you enjoy this. It's one of the longer, if not the longest, podcast we've done on our website, but I think it's a lot of fun. There's some cool insight into stand-up and sketch comedy, as well as quite a lot of silliness, because it's what happens when you get comedy friends in a room together. Hi, I'm Matt Nightingale from Hunks. And I'm Tim Gray from Hunks. You're listening to showbizmonkeys.com. Around this town, I'm So, hey guys. Hey. I'm sitting here hey. with uh, with Tim Gray and Matt Nightingale. Hey everybody, uh, I'm guilty. Matt. Oh, this, yeah. is, this is Matt's voice. Yeah. And I'm Paul Little. Oh, yeah, and I'm Tim Gray. <laughs> yes. Hey everyone. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the, you guys are great stand-ups. Uh, you're also part of the sketch comedy troupe Hunks. Also guilty uh, as charged. We guilty will be talking charged. about uh, Hunks, of course, later on, and mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about the Winnipeg Comedy Festival because you guys are both in it doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. It is a foot. Mm-hmm. It is a foot. Mm-hmm. We're, we're uh, sorry, it's a fest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, are you sure? Uh, well, I'll have my people get back to you. Okay, later. thank we're you. Yeah, we're going to put our best team yes. on this, Paul. Don't worry. Yeah. We're going to okay. find out. Is it a foot? Is it a foot? Or, or is, is it, it a fest? fest? <laughs> the Winnipeg uh, Comedy Foot? Foot? Yeah, no, uh, I don't know. Sixteenth uh, annual Winnipeg comedy foot. You know how many comedy feats I've been involved with? <laughs> did you guys hear? Did you guys hear about the uh, comedy festivals they kept finding washing up on the shores <laughs> of <laughs> British Columbia? Yeah. I know that was a really, really creepy story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was only left comedy festivals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did they ever find out who those? Fest belong to? <laughs> no idea. There was a boat of festivals that capsized. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> they still had socks and shoes on. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> so bizarre. Very dark. <laughs> Very dark. But some good, they brought in some good people though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> top top notch know. headliners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bought some new hats at Fest Locker. Uh, <laughs> Man, I suck at biology. <laughs> anatomy. Tim Gray's anatomy. <laughs> has, has anyone ever made that? Yeah. AKA Jazz Fest. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, circle. Jazz foot. You uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that a foot, too? That is a foot, yes. Uh, just in, in Winnipeg. The Winnipeg yeah. one is definitely... Yeah, the Winnipeg. TD Canada presents <laughs> yeah. Jazz yeah. Foot. Jazz foot. Not to be confused with jazz hands. <laughs> Which we're not gonna yeah. bring it. We shouldn't have brought it up actually. No. I don't 
<laughs> you didn't see the note I left about don't bring up jazz hands. No. During this interview. Didn't see it at all. Mm. Oh. You should have gestured to it. <laughs> we would have don't bring oh no yeah you can't yeah, uh, uh, you can't see uh, Tim Gray just did jazz hands <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt Nightingale I am Paul Little <laughs> uh, so, so yeah do you have some questions Paul <laughs> oh no my, my name is actually Matt Nightingale I have no responsibility on you this have, oh yeah <laughs> sorry I just tried to I thought that would make it easier for yeah, me if nice I could try. then just yeah. nice try Tim <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> Go ahead. So anyways, I asked you guys here uh, just to talk about the comedy festival. Uh, Tim, you're in some big shows. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> you tell us about it. Well, the, uh, the one I'm most looking forward to is uh, the... Uh, the... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I know what shows you're in. But I'm going to let you talk about them. Me, I, Paul Little? <laughs> sure, I did my research. God. Uh, <laughs> So you're in the Winnipeg, the Winnipeg show. Yes. On Thursday. Uh, That's at, at the, the West End Cultural Center. It's a cool big space. It's I've a, never yeah, it's performed a great, there. Great so. space. Yeah, a lot of the comics wouldn't have yeah. performed there. I'm looking uh, forward to that. Because it's usually music happening. Have there you ever done comedy there, man? I have, yes. I oh. did. Uh, uh, myself and Jordan Wellwood, ball coach Ben Walker, Mike Green, and Dan Goldberg, I think. We did a, like a... Uh, talent show or it was like a variety oh. show fundraiser um mm-hmm. uh, which was it was super fun places packed yeah um but yeah it's a cool room it holds yeah. a lot of people they have an upper deck now an upper, oh yeah an upper balcony level uh. so they can really pack them in you'd be surprised yeah okay yep guess we play into the balcony yes that's <laughs> yeah right. It's uh, it's a cool venue, and there's lots of shows happening there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the Winnipeg show is one of those. Down the Thursday night, yeah. Um, Friday night, I'll be back at that venue again for Tales of Late Night. Oh yes, yes, that's right. Bruce You're Clark. on that. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Any any longtime uh, Showbiz Monkeys fans uh-huh. uh, yeah. would would know that I'm a big late night comedy nerd. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I've been talking about it for years Been going to it for years going to it for years yeah. we've we gone to, to it conan tim yeah. and i yeah oh, I mean, Paul, yeah we went to a taping of conan <laughs> we, we saw steven merchant cool steve merchant and uh kamel nanjiani yeah. was the stand-up yeah. oh yeah and, and your laugh tim's your tim on, your laugh yeah. was on like you could definitely notice it, it out, watching yeah. it on watching oh, the man. episode that's right i gotta find that clip yeah i got that clip i'll get oh, you yeah. that clip yeah yeah let's get that clip i got that clip let's play that clip we get a clip of Tim laughing in the yeah, background of Conan. Uh, Paul, let's throw that clip for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm really excited for uh, that show. It was fun last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Clark did it uh, for the first time last year. Yeah, Andy Kindler was... Andy Kindler was his co-host, and that was... Off yeah, the rails. Hilarious. Yeah. And so, yeah, this year there'll be other other comics who have done the late night thing, mm-hmm. and you, mm-hmm. uh, who, I mean, host... You, were, you both were involved in a sort of late night talk show for years here in Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the old far. week thus far. Yeah, yeah. And Matt and I were involved in last year's and this year's as well. Uh, oh yeah, you wrote you, you wrote some of yeah, the yeah. yeah. So we're both writing for this year's, and Tim's going to be making an appearance on on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's been interesting and fun, and like a different way of uh, just involving ourselves in comedy. Oh yeah, absolutely. From yeah. That, from beyond just that, beyond like the performing aspect, yeah. More, behind the scenes writing thing is interesting neat kind of fun 
Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you're doing a uh, warm-up set. Yeah. At, yeah. Uh, at the Pantages. That's right. We're both. Uh, yeah, you're both. You both have Pantaging, yeah. as they yeah. say. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I haven't worn pants in ages. So <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, all new to me. <laughs> I just hope it's not jazz music <laughs> introducing <laughs> me. <laughs> the intro is. <laughs> oh, no, oh, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the cameras off. Although that would make uh, quite the story <laughs> if I ran out naked. And American underwear wolf in Paris. <laughs> ah, jazz music. Are you, are you American, Tim? <laughs> uh, no, but I am Parisian. So, I get it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I was using my poetic license. Sorry. Yeah, I no, have, I, that's, uh, I, I just. Uh, uh, sorry, I, was, I misspoke. I have a pair of lesions. Oh. <laughs> Are they doing okay? No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, they're not. <sighs> that's why he hasn't worn pants in ages. So. <laughs> but I thought it was you. That... Well, I haven't worn pants in ages as well. Uh, it's support, <laughs> uh, solidarity. Yeah, his, yeah. His well. Lesions. <laughs> because I've been banned from the Legion <laughs> for not wearing pants. <laughs> and I protest by continuing to not wear pants. Uh, and that's how kind of how we became friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We both saw each other not wearing pants. <laughs> yeah, for like, different political reasons. And we were like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, which, uh, which galas are you two? Because they're different ones. Uh, they've got one local... Uh, opener, I guess, for for mm. each of the galas yeah. doing doing a warm up set. So, which yeah. ones are you guys on? I'm doing the Hot Mess Gala on Saturday. That's the late one. Yeah. Um. So, uh, looking forward to that. I don't know if I have like hot messy material, but uh, some stuff that's in that vein and and whatever, right? So, yeah, yeah I do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the bad boy of comedy, I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I have that license. <laughs> you know? For those that don't know, this this past week, we all found out that Tim Gray is the bad boy of comedy. I feel yes. like people knew it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He just made it official. You yeah. tell by his fleece zip-up and <laughs> coffee in hand. Yeah, with tiny marshmallows what in the bad coffee. bad boy. Where's, oh, the, yeah. where's that, where's that coffee from? Where's that coffee, coffee from? Where's that coffee from? Uh, this is from Seven Eleven. Oh yeah, they're, they're a, very... a sponsor of uh, of me. <laughs> <laughs> so shout outs to, to. Sorry, I'll just do my quick. Uh, yeah. If you haven't been recently, check out Seven <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> oh, they bought that one, huh? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. Oh, just crazy. just for use on podcasts. Yeah, I'm sorry to uh, that I mm. publicly doubted you for that jingle. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You were very out there with it. <laughs> but you know, that's sometimes how uh, the chips they may fall, and where they fall, they may oh. land. Right? Yeah, <laughs> was that the one that didn't get picked up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the runner-up, though. Visit Seven <laughs> Eleven. Um, so yeah, the Hot Mess Gala. Uh, some cool people on that. Kathleen McGee, who uh, is just the best, and yeah. has been super yeah. nice to us. Yes, uh, she's on that gala. So looking forward to being backstage at the frickin' Pantages. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did a, a a week thus far show there once for That's the right. Movie Disorders Association of Manitoba and. Just like running around like uncontrollable children, <laughs> <laughs> like from dressing room to dressing room. They've got like eight dressing rooms and flushing, <laughs> like flushing all the toilets. <laughs> I mean, it is a, as as comedy people, it is a mm. legendary. I mean, it's a legendary venue in general. Yeah, but totally. as comedy people, I mean, got check. drunk with Judy Washalisalis there. Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, really? uh, yeah. Well. As we all know, the. Com- 
Comedy <laughs> legend of Winnipeg. No one outside of Winnipeg will know who, who you're talking about. Yeah, well, yeah. so a few people in Ottawa. She was right. a she was a member of Parliament for a while. She was, yeah. 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 <laughs> Former mayor mayoral candidate. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of gunning for her, but um, I, I, I was more meaning that theater itself. There's yeah, you know, yeah. Charlie Chaplin yeah. played that theater back Groucho in the day. Groucho, but they met. In Winnipeg yeah. at that theater, yeah, really, yeah, because yeah. they were part of that pent all the pentageous, the pentageous theaters touring. in yeah in North like America. Forty two pentageous the theaters uh, around Canada and in the US. U.S. and Winnipeg was usually the first stop yeah. on the tour. Oh wow, and one of so the first the, ones built too. The, I think yeah, and so the the people that ran it. Yeah, uh, Pante. What's his name? Pat. I don't know. Yeah, the family's name was Pante. Yeah, they they would use Winnipeg as kind of like a testing ground. So you'd come to Winnipeg, yeah. and if you could Work kill it here, yeah. then you'd go on to the tour and stuff. And if you were terrible, oh, wow. then mm-hmm. sent home. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It was like the Apollo Theater uh, for a Pantage circuit. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, lots of lots of fucking legend and lore in that place. And yeah. Even just standing backstage for the little bit of time that we were there, it just felt so fucking cool, like these old bricks, and it's like over 100 years old. So I can't wait to go and tell some poop jokes. In it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that really is the the gold of this career. Yeah. yeah. Sullying all these <laughs> beautiful places with our dirty, dirty brains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be. Also yeah, which at, which show are you at? Uh, I've got. Uh, I'll be at the Pantages doing the. Um, uh, Good Neighbors Gala. Oh yeah, yeah. Up for that, that's the late night show on the Friday while the uh, talk show is going on. So I oh, yeah. uh, won't be able to yet again. I won't be able to see the talk show happen. Yeah. But because uh, you're performing at the Pantages, uh, God, Ugh. my life. And then on Saturday I'll be doing the uh, early show at Rumors with. Uh, oh man. Uh, I've, forget which comics are on there yeah they're rotating a bunch through they, eh? they, they rotate a bunch and there's always a billion drop in oh yeah because yeah. they're so, in town and yeah, yeah right. so yeah it's gonna be good it's uh, i love it at rumors on uh, during the comedy fest i mean i love rumors Period, but yeah yeah during the comedy fest like all these cool cats just drop in like oh yeah i'm doing 10 i'm doing 10 <laughs> uh, mark yeah. forward i'm just gonna do 10 yeah is that okay yeah okay. <laughs> yeah right like yeah, that's, that's cool. awesome yeah yeah so and, I'm looking forward to that. And then you're on the Winnipeg. I am not. You're no, not. those are my only shows. Oh, yeah. Well then, I mean, mind. not my only shows. Those are exciting shows to be on. But yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No Winnipeg this year. Mm-hmm. No Winnipeg this year. Mm-hmm. No Winnipeg. It's not a. I haven't done the Winnipeg show since I think 2014. Or okay. 13 maybe. So this will be a mm-hmm. good return. Yeah, that's always a fun show. I remember the first, the first time I was in the Winnipeg Comedy Festival was in 2000. And, uh, uh, 2012 maybe and uh, it was on the Winnipeg show and uh, I was a little too green probably to be in the show I did alright but uh, I remember Ryan Ash it was you know early friendship with Ryan Ash local comedian and uh, he was on the Winnipeg show as well and I don't think we would performed together that often outside of like open mic shows and uh, backstage getting ready to go up he was he was like getting himself so excited and, <laughs> and like slapping himself backstage and just he had like this intense warm up and then he went out and he just destroyed it so hard. I I will always remember that set and then and then they gave him a, a set in the best of the fest because of like how hard he crushed that. Oh wow, yeah. Show, yeah. Yeah. 
And then I went out there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a vest on. Uh, yeah. Well, you, uh, I mean, 2012, you hadn't really found your stand-up voice yet at that point. That's yeah. come around the last two or three years. Oh, for yeah. You. Uh, in a big, in a great way. I mean, you just recorded a comedy album uh, mm-hmm. last year that's coming out soon, June. I believe. Yeah. June, yeah. yeah. So watch out for that, everyone. Yeah, I was a very different comedian. And I think I did all right. Like, I, it, I don't know, it's just stuff that I would never do now. And it was very much like, this is my idea of what a comedy thing is going to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did like a song... This no blues blue song that I used to do, yeah, with the harmonica, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, that was all right. I look forward to returning on 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 Thursday and uh, hopefully doing, uh, hopefully also slapping myself. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you know how to do it now. You know how to prep <laughs> yeah. yourself for the Winnipeg show. <laughs> Come out, my collar's just torn. <laughs> like was there from your eye? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so idiots. Here comes He's ready comedy. to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shocked. Collapse. <laughs> the crowd. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I'm actually curious. Uh, uh, we we know each other socially. Uh, uh, I know you guys, but uh, but I don't know if I've ever uh, talked with you guys about your starts in comedy. Like I know Tim, you started. A, we talked a little bit about because you started with with improv and some sketch stuff. Yeah. Um, but Matt, I don't even know if I know when you started. Uh, comedy. I started my very first time on stage was no Friday the thirteenth, November of two thousand and nine. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, seven and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's been. I just that celebrated long. my ninth year of performing. Oh yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It was last, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Last Ugh. week. Last week. Nine years since my first time, like doing some sort of solo performance mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's funny because like I'm 35 years old and every time a birthday comes around, I don't really care about my age. Like right. the, old, the older I get, I don't really shudder mm-hmm. or anything yeah. like that. But the more time that I count in my standup career, like hearing seven and a half years, that makes me go, Oh God, I feel, <laughs> I feel old. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Cause it's fucked up. Cause, uh, there's so many ups and downs and it's, and, uh, the progress in comedy is not linear at all. No, no. <laughs> and so you could do like, you, we're going to meet people in the Winnipeg comedy festival who have been doing it for like 18 months and they're like on galas and stuff. And that's, you know, great. And then, but then see them nine years into their comedy career and they could be doing the exact same thing. Yeah, because I think people hit uh, hit their stride and then they hit plateaus. I think that's yeah, a rule for plateaus. everyone. It just depends on how fast you get. Like some people will reach certain heights faster, but and they will plateau at some point for mm-hmm. a a period of time is mm-hmm. just where they plateau, right? Yeah. And when there's different at different stages in your comedy career, there are different goals. Mm-hmm. It's like those people who are, you know, 18 months in or whatever, they're doing a gala, which is seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, their goal for those, you know, first year and a half, you're trying to get like a good five to seven minutes. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. that's it. And that's probably all you have at yeah, that yeah. point. And if the right people see the right seven minutes, then it gets you on to stuff. Yeah. yeah. Whereas people like nine or ten years into their comedy career, they're looking to put together like an hour yeah. or hopefully yeah. past that and are like looking at their next set, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Like they're they're looking at longer sets and, and yeah. more material and it's a much different yeah. uh, you know, 
ending point yeah. than that first little bit. Yeah, big time. Yeah, totally. And if it's a lot of it, uh, a lot of it in comedy, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is that is just being ready for the opportunities when they present themselves mm-hmm. and knowing what opportunities you want to be prepared for. Yeah. Like, uh, like a 45 minute set. Like, can you just, if that's what you, if you want to do headlining spots, then prepare for that opportunity for, yeah. you know, when one comes your way. Yeah. So that when you do it, you're, you kill it and you can, you know, do it again and again. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And it's all about identifying the tools that you need to sharpen yeah. for, for that. Cause you can't necessarily control. And I think we kind of talked about this at one point sometime in the past. Uh, you can't necessarily control when you'll get the opportunity, mm-hmm. but you can control your ability to, uh, Rise prepare. To yeah, yeah. You can control honing those tools and, and preparing yourself. Right. Yeah. And so it's important to know what tools you're, you need to focus on sharpening. I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Matt, have you done, uh, like a, a feature set at rumors, a full, uh, headlining set? No, I haven't. Do you have, do you have that like hour ready? I don't think so. Yeah. Certainly not an hour. Um, generally when, uh, when people start headlining at rumors, it'll be 45 minutes Okay, okay. with a guest spot doing 10 to 15 and then the host doing 20. So that sort of gets us through the, through the night entirely. Yeah. yeah. So I just actually did my first 45 minutes this year. Okay. I did my first 30 minutes actually this year. And then a couple months later did my first 45, mm-hmm. which was, uh, those were fun, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I mean, it's still not in a club atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, so I'm still kind of building toward that. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is this is a very this has been a really busy year for hunks. Yeah. Um, and right. so that's sort of been my main priority is hunks working and, on that. Yeah, and yeah. the people that I work with in hunks because I have four people sort of re- relying on me to make myself available and to have my head in that game. Mm-hmm. And then I'm doing a one man show in the Fringe this year as well, the Fringe Festival in Winnipeg. So Which just trying to write that together. A 45 minute. That's going to be a 45 minute solo show. Solo show. That would yeah. be sweet. It's going to be seven. so much fun. I'm yeah. so excited for it. It's called uh, Faster Stronger Bleachman. It's a, <laughs> a 45 minute comedy um, uh, motivational talk. I encourage any anyone listening, and we'll throw in the links to follow uh, Lawrence Bleachman. Yeah, uh, your character on uh, Twitter, and Twitter Instagram. and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited for that, and so it's been a real busy year. And uh, but once we get through this busy summer, uh, I'm going to have that 45 minute one man show, sort of like, yeah, with a bow on it. I can sort of put that aside. That's something that I have that I can take somewhere, and I don't mm-hmm. really need to focus on it after that. So then. After the summer, I'm I'm gonna try and focus up and see where I can get uh, as far as like putting together a solid 45, 55 minute stand up set. Yeah, and, yeah, man. And really sort of focus back up on that. Yeah. But I'm such a like it's really hard for me to uh, multitask in my life generally. Yeah. So like with hunks and stand up, and then the Lawrence Bleachman solo show has been just sort of like holy crap, I'm. I'm getting better at keeping all the balls in the air. Yeah. Yeah. But at some point, like one has to sort of, I got to put one on, on the shelf and just focus on two or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really tough. Mm-hmm. 
So see ya, hunks. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, that's the one ball that I can't put sort of. Yeah, no, I know, I know. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and Tim, you, like I, I briefly mentioned before, you, you recorded uh, an album that you'd been pushing towards for quite a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how long did that end up? I was in the audience, so I should know this, but how long was, the, was that? Uh, it, it was about 55 okay. minutes, I think. Yeah. Or between 50 and 55 minutes, and then uh, that'll be cut down to probably like a 43, 45-minute album. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Or maybe, yeah, it's probably, yeah, it'll be 45 minutes. Um, was that the first time you had done yeah. a set that long? Yeah, man, that was the first time. The longest I'd done before that was about 27 minutes. Okay. At a uh, bar in Lactabani, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was a you know rough crowd to say the least, and uh, that was a one of the harder shows I've done. But it was also so it felt so good. Sometimes it feels good when it's not an easy crowd because you come off stage and you're like, yeah, I I fucking earned that, yeah, yeah, paycheck. Like, yeah, well, and, I, and any laughs you do get yeah, during that night yeah, are yeah. really earned. And yeah. I'm like sweating, and you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I gave them all that I have. Yeah, and, yeah. And they didn't walk out, so, uh, uh, so yeah, that was the first time doing a a full, uh, you know, 45 minutes plus set, and it just, you couldn't have asked for a better turnout. Um. I don't know if that would if I don't think I could pull that set off in a setting like in a comedy club setting. You know? It's a different beast. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe that's maybe that'll be my goal next year. Uh, but like, I don't really have any. I don't know. I don't have an opportunity to. One of my goals this year is to try to do more guest spots in a club setting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I can't just like walk up to Tyler, who's like. One of the best people we have in the comedy scene. Yeah, Tyler's I, the, for anyone yeah. that doesn't know, is yeah. the, the owner of uh, yeah. uh, Rumors Comedy Club. Yeah, Tyler Show's manager. Manager, manager, manager. yeah. And uh, as great as he is, I can't walk up to Tyler and be like, hey, uh, I'd like to. <laughs> hey, Schultzy. <laughs> hey, Schultzy, I'd like to do a headlining uh, set, so pick a date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's yeah. what I can do. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. make it work. Yeah. This business that you run <laughs> or you have, yeah. Don't take your sunglasses off while you're talking <laughs> to him. Yeah, it's usually how 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 clubs work, right? Yeah, like that's, yeah, 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 for sure. So, uh, I mean, yeah, Matt, you of course are a frequent uh, host there, so yeah, you've got you've got a little bit of that inside track to yeah. get more spots there and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely have that inside track, and uh, I get that practice. Yeah. Uh, on a weekly basis in a club environment. So yeah. it's starting to become a little more comfortable for me. But yeah, when I first started there, that was uh, just such a different different time. And I, it was a little rough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just uh, stand-up comedy in general is just one big test of your confidence. That's all it is. Yeah. is you are battling your confidence and it's just a, you're building your confidence yeah, from day one until the day you die. Yeah. And uh, it was just such a leap because uh, in Winnipeg, you don't really get very many opportunities to do more than 15 minutes in a set. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Never, never mind 45. Yeah. 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 Right. Like we more pretty much have to minutes. leave town or yeah. book your own theater yeah. to be able yeah. to do 45 minutes in Winnipeg. So yeah. that was the first time that I'd 
done 20 and man was i clawing and scraping yeah. just to reach that 20 minute mark yeah Ooh, some of the stuff i did to kill time <laughs> like, really telling the audience how i wanted to fake my death and <laughs> like just not worked out stuff yeah like i've gotten at least to the point where filling the time is no issue for me anymore yeah and like uh just yeah sort of working on that uh i don't know it's the je ne sais quoi that you need in, <laughs> yeah. in the club. Well, yeah, I mean, club, like, uh, I've spoken to comics, lots of different comics over the years, and definitely, like, the club-style comedy is a vastly different mm-hmm. thing. And people, you know, yeah. on the outside might not realize it because they go see comedy, they watch it on TV, they go yeah. see comedy, and it all feels like the same thing. Yeah. But the, right. the feel as a performer is vastly different yeah. between yeah. like a club and a theater and an yeah. open mic and yeah well what's funny is what they see on television is usually it's like a just for laughs yeah. gala yeah uh which is a giant theater yeah right they're seeing giant theater on television and the thing about doing comedy in a giant theater is there's sort of like this de facto fourth wall where nobody is allowed to talk to you yeah. And you don't yeah. have to talk to the audience. Yeah. Like there's just, it's so big. You're like even if four they were or five talking, feet above their head. Right. And, yeah. Know, like, and even if they did yeah. talk to you, it's so big that you're not going to hear it. So no. there's this fourth wall. Yeah. And so they see that and they're like, that's what I want to see live. And then they go to the club and it's a totally different environment because yeah. it's more intimate. There's no, there's fourth, no fourth wall. wall. And it's more run and gun, you know, less scripted, yeah. uh, less sort of like visual act outs. And just controlling the chaos. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're really wrangling the audience a lot of the time, which they're not doing on television. So right. that's why I think. And yeah. Yeah. And that's why, I don't know. Well, and you can even hear like uh, <laughs> in comedy specials, like comedy albums. Yeah. Um, not, not, uh, like TV specials, but comedy albums, like some people record them in comedy clubs. Yep. Yeah. And some people record them in theaters as part of the yeah. special. And you can hear the difference yeah. in the, yeah. the style of comedy. Chatty and chaos. The, yeah. 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 And it probably has to do with the type of comic that they are yeah. and yeah. which environment they thrive in, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they see on the, on TV them walking out on stage to uproarious applause yeah. when they don't realize that like a comedy show has to like start yeah, from nothing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's always the worst. Well, yeah, and, 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 starting and, and, an engine. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. At a comedy club, there isn't there isn't like a, a director waving his hand to yeah. get the crowd yeah. to start cheering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's no stage manager or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I guess that would be the person. The director should yeah. probably be yeah. behind the like club. behind the camera or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or behind some. A club comedian would have to be like a club comedian has to be the the director the host the yeah uh the bouncer sometimes yeah the, uh, yeah, Usher. Everything. <laughs> yeah 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 so and at the same time you know keep it light and keep it fun <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, because yeah. you know a lot that's the other difference between you know comedy clubs and like spe- the you know theater shows and that kind of thing often is uh people go to a comedy club just to go see comedy yeah, yeah. like they don't know what they're seeing they might yeah. not even really like comedy they're just going for a night out and it's a thing right. to do yeah they you know yeah they know the club brand yeah exactly and so they'll they'll go down there with their friends or yeah. that kind yeah. of thing whereas usually in a theater setting whether it's a a special or yeah. even just uh you know like the galas for the winnipeg comedy fest yeah. people know a little bit more about what they're getting into yes. they know yeah. the comics yes they're like going oh i'm going to this gala yeah. because this person's on it yeah the names are on the ticket that yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. Yes, exactly. yeah exactly exactly yeah, yeah yeah so they're more ready to be on yeah. board with what you're putting out exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely they're invested in that yeah 
And then the comedy clubs, you get a mix of people who, you know, are maybe some comedy nerds. Yeah. Maybe some people who have never once seen live comedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some people who identify as non-comedy fans. Like, yes. like specifically. Yeah. Uh, people who are there just to support a friend, people that are there because they had a shitty day at work, people yeah. there because they got free tickets, people that are there because... Fundraiser. Yeah, fundraiser yeah, that's right, yeah. Or whatnot. Which is, it's yeah. just like, it's such a mixed or, or bag. The, the, yep. the worst, the worst that I've I've uh, had so many people tell me is like the, the bachelor or bachelorette parties. I love bachelor. Oh, yeah. Rumors makes a point of marketing directly to bachelor and bachelorettes. And we get I've never seen a bachelor party there. I've seen a billion bachelorettes uh-huh. and they are all lovely. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is like all the headlining comics come through and they're, and, and they are oftentimes weary of the bachelorettes and they, they're, and they comment on like, you guys cater to bachelorettes. Are you nuts? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I guess their experience is something different, way different. Like yeah, Las yeah. Vegas or yeah, something. Like I don't that. know what yeah. it is. I wonder if it's a Winnipeg thing, but, uh, I, the bachelorettes that I've been involved with, uh, they all been good. love it. Yeah. I talk to them. They yeah. love it when I talk to them, but then they don't make it about them after I'm done with them. Oh, right. the for the most good. part. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. Yeah. That's a great thing to do if you're in a bachelorette party and you don't necessarily like your other bachelorettes because <laughs> you don't have to talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, you, know, yeah, you like got an hour and a half hours, of yeah, reprieve. Half. Yeah. All right, everybody shut up and look forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But speaking of like toolkits or the tools you want to sharpen in your kit, that's one that I would like to sharpen over the next little while. Yeah. I feel like I could do really well in a small room and I can do pretty well in a theater setting. Mm-hmm. But. In the club setting, I've I haven't felt very comfortable. You know, I think I feel like you've you've got a very unique style that's very in the moment and feeds on the energy in the room. It's yeah. a lot like uh, Mark Forward right. in some sense. I feel right, um, and Mark Forward has f- figured out how to do that. So I yeah. think it's there for you. Yeah. You know? Definitely. I think I could. Like I did yeah. the Yuck Yucks in uh, Vancouver. Yeah. And that was like, whew, I've never had so much fun in a oh, club. Yeah? I just, I got to do 10 minutes and it was just comfortable and I got, I got exactly what I wanted out of every Yeah. yeah that's and, cool. Yeah. And they were on board for it and I riffed a little bit and it didn't kill me. And uh, so, yeah, I think even feeding off of that moment, I can... I can kind of figure out some things I did differently and how I would play yeah. that out in yeah yeah different clubs so, yeah yeah. Um, now you it, was this your most recent Vancouver trip that you went and did yeah yuck, yuck? we did the Just for Laughs Northwest yeah so I'm I'm going to use this as a beautiful transition into sure. starting to talk about hunks yeah because uh, I want to want to get to get to hunks because that's your ske- sketch comedy troupe yeah. been around for almost. Three years? No, not even two, and a two bit. years. It, Just two in a bit. Two in a bit. Two in April. Oh, so it's oh, not yeah. even. So it's, like so it's like two now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, you guys are already killing it. Like uh, you've had, yeah. you know, two two successful fringe runs for yeah. Winnipeg Fringe Festival yep. runs. You've yep. put on a bunch of local shows, and now you've done quite a few uh, out of. Uh, province festivals at a country festival. Yeah. Yep. Um, so can you talk a little bit about just the growth of hunks and writing together and uh, sure. that sort of thing? It yeah. started as a, as a lump uh, <laughs> <laughs> on my back. 
and then uh, radioactive. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> is this lump a sketch comedy troupe? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just see where this is going. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it, it kind of uh, bits of it rose out of the ashes of week thus far. Yeah, the TV show we were talking about before. Yeah. Because uh, as that was coming to a close, it was actually April, uh, two years ago, three years ago that, uh, no, it was uh, our final show was in February or December, <laughs> December of 2013. Your final show no. was in a month, in a year. 15. 15, 2015. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm not good with dates. <laughs> Wait, know. 2015, so it was... December 2015, we did our big final show so it... at the Park Theater. Right. Week yes. Yes. Yeah. Our last taping. Yeah. Which was that was just a year and a bit ago. Yeah, and it should be online any day now. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you had had a break. Yeah, like you hadn't done a, the TV thing. Yeah, and then you did a big final. Yeah. Show at the Park Theater. Uh. Or was there? No, I think we just we wrapped up our the last episode of that season at the Park Theater and. Uh, we were doing episodes up until that was like the seventh season, I believe. I don't know. I was not involved with the show. Right. But, uh, so yeah, that was just a was just a <laughs> that was just a year and a little bit ago. Uh, two and a bit years. So twenty fourteen. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, okay. December twenty fifteen to December twenty sixteen. December twenty. No, but we're not there yet. Oh, we're, we're far from December twenty seventeen right. right now. So you're that's why I was I was just trying to figure out the time. It was before Hunks. That's right. Started right. Hunks. Okay, so it'd be twenty fourteen. That's right. That okay. That's why I was confused with the timing. <laughs> yeah, so for the last minute and a half, people have just been, <laughs> yeah. been hearing God. us recite a bunch of random <laughs> yeah. dates. Like they just their their eyes have gone blank. Their nose is starting to bleed. <laughs> They're like crashing. Like, is this it. is this lost? Are we in the present? Are we flashing back? Yeah. Are we flashing? forward what's happening what is in the hatch <laughs> um so uh, so yeah so yeah, so two was, two and a half years ago that's right you, you ended week thus far yeah and um and it wasn't like okay week thus far is done now we're gonna do hunks it was just <laughs> it was just you know dana and myself and rory um we were on that last season of uh, week thus far we still wanted to do uh sketch and stuff like that i think Rory and Quinn and Dana were kind of talking about some stuff. And anyways, yeah, we just kind of assembled the team and uh, started meeting and talking about what we wanted. Like right out of the gate, our first few meetings, we're talking about like what we want to do, big picture kind of stuff. Yep. And, and then we set some goals for ourselves and we achieved every last one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like against all freaking odds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people said we couldn't do it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of haters out yeah. there. Yep. You know who you are, mom. <laughs> <laughs> just, she's just trying to keep you honest, Tim. Yeah, she's trying to keep you honest. <laughs> I know you're listening, mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, fun, a fun mom story. <laughs> when, I, when I was recording my album, it was November 26th, and I was like, "You guys, this is like the biggest thing I've ever done." I'd love it if you could be there. <laughs> there was like a beat. My mom was like, um, oh, shoot. Oh, she's like, uh, well, Steve <laughs> Bell's doing a concert that night. <laughs> 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 like Christian singer, songwriter. Hey, hey, Juno winning. Juno winning. Yeah. He's a so, legend. Yeah. 
that's legend status. Uh, <laughs> anyways, that hurt a lot. Uh, <laughs> Were they there? They did come out, yeah. No, I meant at Steve. Okay, they uh, went in. Steve, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, that was like the initial kind of meetings with Hunks, and uh, but yeah, like within that first, like if if you start in April, you did a Winnipeg Fringe Fest show, yeah, that yeah. year, yeah, yeah, uh, in July, yeah, and uh, the Fringe Festival. I mean, yeah, there's lots of local troops and that, but it's also the second or third, depending on what numbers you go by, biggest fringe in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Win- Winnipeg and Edmonton are kind of neck and neck, and then obviously they all yeah. bow down to Edinburgh. But yeah, uh, it's a big deal, mm-hmm. and you guys got a five star review. Yeah, yeah. For your first, first show. show, a few months after you started, like that must have been yeah. a good boost yeah. of self confidence for what really you guys were was, doing. Yeah, yeah. I had done I think seven fringe shows before that, and I had gotten a four star review I think the year before, but never a five man. Yeah, our first fucking one. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. That felt pretty good. Yeah, the blackout show. Yeah, the yeah. blackout show. Yeah, <laughs> we look at that show now. We have video footage of it, and it's just so much black space in between <laughs> yeah. our sketches, sketch. <laughs> and then it's like forty-five seconds of darkness with music. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. It's unbelievable. But you have you have video of that. Yeah, and and I, I imagine. Uh, like, because as as standups, uh, standup comics, you often record your sets to try and like yeah. listen and hear. Okay, that joke could be moved here, or that line yeah. that might sound a little better. And so, by being able to watch that, you could see. Okay, this isn't working, and now you are masters of, in my opinion, flowing sketches together. Whether it's through video pieces or just like transitioning them on stage together, there's no dead time. Yeah, in between your sketches. Yeah, yeah I think that's important. And uh, thank you for saying yeah. that. Uh, but really, I think the catalyst was uh, that was the year that we met our friends Hip, Hip Bang yeah. from Vancouver, yeah. uh, Tom Hill and Devin McKenzie. And uh, they're the ones, I think, that pointed it out to us, like, you got to get rid of these yeah. blackouts. <laughs> yeah, and then time. that's when we looked at the video and like, they are right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like our big brothers of sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've really helped us out a lot. Uh-huh. Like, big shout out to Hip Bang. If there's anybody out there that is thinking, should I go see Hip Bang? Should yeah. I not? Uh, let me tell you, you should. They're yeah. amazing. Definitely. Um, yeah, and just sweet guys really helped us out a lot. Big time, yeah. Yeah. They, I remember they did like a conference call with us when they were on the road. I think they were in a car driving. Yeah, that's right. And they just did a conference call with us. To answer just general questions that we had about festivals or sketch comedy. Yeah, doing or, sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. They were like on the road. Yep. Talking about a grand salami, I remember. <laughs> yeah. As as one does. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's cool, yeah. Yeah. They've opened a lot of doors for us. Like We started getting into this way, talking about JFL Northwest, and we wouldn't have done that festival if it wasn't for them. Yeah. They, yeah. They hooked that up big time, so. Yeah. Yeah, they've been sweethearts. Yep. Yeah, over the last, I mean, you, you in that first year, you did a couple festivals, uh, but over the last year, especially, uh, you guys have done some pretty big festivals. Mm. Yeah. Uh, from, you know, JFL Northwest being huge. You did uh, Toronto Sketch Fest yep. this year. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest, yes. Chicago Sketch yep. Fest. Yep. 
Um, last year you did Montreal, right? Yeah, yeah Montreal. Like, we did uh, Van- Vancouver Sketch Festival. Also oh, right, the Vancouver Sketch Festival. Yeah, and yeah. Seattle and Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Like and Edmonton and Provigansa. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Like it's, you, you, you guys have done a lot in the last yeah. like. And you know, Woodstock, year and a 69. bit. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, we did that. Yeah, that's right. Last year. Yeah, well, some of us. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, yeah Matt, Matt's really bitter about <laughs> not being. Yeah, Matt can't time travel. Yeah, no, <laughs> you I can, can only all... go back to the uh, like 84. He, yeah, he can time yeah, travel, yeah, but yeah. just to a certain point. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's a hassle. Yeah. <laughs> I, only have, I only have a six cylinder time machine. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, and it's just more so when everyone else in the in the group can go further back then yeah. it's just right like if you yeah. all could go to the same point then yeah. it'd be right. fine you deal with it you'd make yeah. it work but yeah, yeah so that's been the that's been the hardest part probably <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like you know getting those timelines to work out. Yeah. Yep, yeah totally so um, i'm matt nightingale <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's and i'm that's tim why. gray's dad <laughs> oh, hello mr gray how was steve bell uh <laughs> Funnier than Tim. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> You're Tyler Petter's dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so um, how have the the festivals been different? Because, I mean, some are sketch-focused, of course, and yeah. some are these broader comedy festivals. Yeah. Um, uh, some are bigger, some are smaller. Uh, so, I mean, it's hard to compare them all, but like how... Just from from your guys' perspective of growing, like because you're still growing as a yep. as a sketch troupe, like yeah. ha, have they have you learned a lot at the various festivals, and has that helped helped you? Yeah, big time. Um, one of the weird things about starting sketch in Winnipeg is that we got to debut in a huge theater with yeah. 250 seat theater. Yeah. Uh, and we, I think we probably had maybe 120, 150 people About show that, up to yeah. our very first ever show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we, and we did like three of those shows at the park theater and then we did our fringe run. So we were just used to ha- doing this huge theater produ- production production. Yeah. And uh, we then we three went to one hour shows. Yeah. In three months. And yeah. then we yeah. went to like with brand new mo- material. Yeah. 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 And then we went to the Montreal sketch festival and that was our first experience with, Oh, little room, tiny stage. Yeah. Like I like most sketch groups would have started <sighs> doing like two sketches on a showcase show in front of yeah. like 20 other sketch comedians. Yeah. Sort of like a, a stand up open mic. Yeah. But Winnipeg's just this weird anomaly. Yeah. Um, so we had to sort of like learn backwards, like Benjamin Button style. <laughs> yeah. And so we kind of had to figure out how to how to travel with our show and yeah. how to deal with smaller stages and different less costumes stage. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Less costumes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, we learned a ton. And did that sort of thing, because once you start to do that, you you also still want to be able to keep the ability to do these big theater yeah. shows not not just for fringe but for there are opportunities other opportunities to do these bigger shows and you don't want to yeah. lose that at the yeah. same time right yeah so we still we still book we still have like a a couple per year shows booked at the park theater yeah um we're trying to do like i think one or two ish it's yeah. not really set in stone but uh so those would be like our big showcase like end of year shows you know i'd like to keep doing the december yep shows those are fun yeah yep. um and uh, yeah, I mean, Montreal was one of our biggest like wake up moments. Totally, 
It was a great festival, and it's run so well. Mm-hmm. And the people that run it, I couldn't say enough nice things about. Mm-hmm. Um, our show was an early show on the Friday night, and you know they were kind of worried about it to begin with because Montreal is very much a we don't go out before it gets dark kind of city. Uh-huh. Uh, it seems so. We didn't have a big crowd. It was the smallest crowd we've ever d- played to. Yeah. And in the smallest space we've ever played on, uh-huh. and it just kind of like shook us. Like, okay, you guys, yeah, you can't come out like in this big, you know, skin tight bee costume, and <laughs> yeah. there's like twelve people there <laughs> yeah. scattered amongst this stage, and yeah, yeah, so figuring ways of of, of making it work. Yeah, but then we thought about it and yeah. started trying to figure that out, and then we started staging. Uh, showcase uh, for sketch comedy in Winnipeg called Skid or Die that yeah. happens at Wee Johnny's, which is a smaller, uh, which is a smaller room, small stage. Yeah, yeah, and it um, seats like yeah, forty to fifty ish, yeah. depending on how yeah. how the seats are configured. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Usually yeah. we set up like thirty seats. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, for a smaller show, we could pack in about sixty. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and ha- a big reason that that show started was because we wanted to get better in a small environment yeah. with smaller audiences and yeah. be sort of like, sort of like when we were talking about the stand up in the theater, you have that fourth wall. There's no, there's no interaction right. between the, when in a smaller, it's the same with the sketch in, in the smaller venue. You kind of do want to connect, uh, personally in, in an intimate setting. So, yeah. uh, so we wanted to get better at that. And yeah. then it's just like a place where other sketch groups can start like cutting their teeth in that sort of environment. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because you, you met Montreal to learn about well, it. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like you, <laughs> exactly. you mentioned earlier that like Winnipeg was an, al- an anomaly yeah. in that there weren't like showcases and stuff. Yeah. There, I mean, there used to be a few years ago with comedy loser and stuff. You could right, potentially, but that was, but that was solo. solo. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could work on characters at least, and there have been moments for that. But for the most part, if you weren't doing, there was there were places to do improv. And yeah. there are places to do open mic stand up and work yeah. on that. But right. yeah, for sketch, like you were doing the Fringe Festival. Yeah. yeah. And that kind of thing, you yeah. know, like, yeah, we're going to, you know, go into this big festival where, yeah. you know, do there might be 100 or 200 people coming out. Yeah. 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 Once a year. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So you, you doing those Wee Johnny shows, you're, you've given other sketch troops in Winnipeg that have wanted to start or have, have been around for a yeah. little, little while. You've yeah. given them an opportunity to come in and, yeah, again, work on like one or two sketches, three mm-hmm. sketches yeah. a, a month. And then put that together so yep. that they can go and eventually do bigger shows yeah. themselves, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So totally, um, which is really cool because I think Winnipeg. Uh, I mean, it's a small city, but it has a long history of comedy. Yep. And but usually yeah. mostly on the the stand up and uh, and improv sides, right? So yeah. sketch. I mean, there's been some great sketch troops over the years, like years ago, Royal. Uh, Lichtenstein, and then uh, the Hot Desbian Action have been around for a number of years, but that's, you know, pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Notwithstanding, I'm sure I'm missing a couple groups. The Guess guess Who? The Guess Who were great sketch comics. Yes, American Woman? Yeah. Yeah. I love that sketch. (laughs) Biggest (laughs) biggest sketch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Bucko was around. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. But they, I mean, but they. Vancouver. Were like, yeah, living in Toronto, Vancouver and that kind of thing. And so, but they, they came back to Winnipeg. Yeah. About, you know, four years, four or five years ago, I think. Yeah. Like more on a more permanent basis. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. that's now. But now they they have opportunities to do more regular yep. stuff. Yep. And 
Stephen Katie and mm-hmm. uh, all these other new groups that are coming out. Yeah. yeah. President Bear, Free Snacks, Glenn Murray Experience. Yep. Yeah. And hopefully more and more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is which is cool because like I think any any scene needs that to really like they need the opportunity for people to develop stuff. Totally. Need yeah. the opportunity for them to fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like with stand up. I mean, that's why open mics are so important. You need to bomb yes. to yeah. know what not to do or how yeah. to work, you know. Yeah. Get and, some F's and get some A's. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, oh, ske- that's important for sketch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it really definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and I mean, and then and not to undersell the fact that it is kind of cool that Winnipeg does have this big fringe festival where all yeah. of these groups can have the opportunity right. once a year to perform yeah. in front of yeah. big crowds. Yeah, yeah, um, makes them which money. most cities don't have. Yeah, and to make right. money, which yeah. most cities don't have yeah, an opportunity right. for. Yeah, like the average fringe performer makes about thirty to forty thousand dollars in that two weeks. In that, which is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like that, and that's talking. That's averaging out. Like you know, most of the most of the groups have like five to ten people yeah. per person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Per person. Yeah. 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 So. So when you consider how many people are in hunks, that's, yeah, that's. It's a lot of money. It's okay. It's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be okay. Ooh, all right. It's all right. Okay. Okay. I mean, we have a different. You and I have a different. Not uh, gonna kick it out of bed, but it's not gonna really. fix my helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I get a lift home? By the way, I uh, <laughs> drank too much champagne to fly my helicopter. <laughs> of course, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, it just hits your helicopter to my helicopter. <laughs> oh. <we're>, okay. <laughs> is that a? Is that a? You think that could work, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we can afford to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you miss 100% of the helicopters. <laughs> you don't you drag don't down <laughs> Portage in Maine. <laughs> yes. I like the way you think. Uh, for those listening outside of Winnipeg, Portage in Maine is a famous area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- I don't know how many people outside of Winnipeg listen. There are. There are people. Yeah. There are lots of people. Yeah. We have visitors from Winnipeg, a.k.a. the Windy City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, aka the Big Apple, the River City, aka River City. You yeah. can't throw in a real one. Oh. Uh, aka <laughs> the Forks, aka <laughs> KAA, aka home of Steve Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. legendary Steve Bell, yeah. Juno Award winner. Yeah, yeah. Well, just a quick congratulations to anyone that's listening and that has a Juno. <laughs> yeah, know, it's great. Yeah. So that's yeah. probably and even more congratulations if you tried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You miss a hundred percent of the Junos. <laughs> Junos you don't try for. That's not true. I feel like there are <laughs> I feel people there are people who did not who are like, I'm just a small engine repair guy. <laughs> what is this for? Ah, <laughs> uh, Juno. Best. No, 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 no. No, Take it back. I take that one. No, back. but best, best <laughs> adult alternative. Yeah, Juno. Yeah, 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 yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. You know what's weird? Why don't they have uh, comedy album awards at the Junos? That's actually a legit. They have them at the Grammys, right? Yeah, absolutely. Can, they do. Yeah, you can win uh, album of the year, like spoken word kind of thing. Well, no, they have a, yeah. they have an actual comedy category. A comedy category. Yeah, and there's lots of great Canadian comedy albums that were released this past year. Like, absolutely st- stupid that they, you know, let's petition the Junos. Yeah, if you're listening, Junos. Yeah, which I know you are. Which they, well, of course yeah. they are. Everyone's listening to the Junos. Yes. <laughs> No, the Junos is listening to, to everyone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nobody <laughs> listens to the Junos. <laughs> We're recording this, I think, on Juno yeah. Day. Like, yeah. I think the Junos are tonight. Yeah, they are. One yeah. time, and none uh, of us are going <laughs> to watch, watch them. One time on Twitter, I logged on and I saw that the TV show Heartland had started following me, and then I <laughs> no clicked way. on Heartland, and it was like 
you know those guys who will friend you and they're they have like 720,000 followers but they're following 720,000 people yeah like same with heartland really (laughs) yeah heartland is just trying to like drag the bottom of the ocean follow as many people to get follow back (laughs) yeah it's so weird maybe i should do that that's like (laughs) yeah i mean junos it worked for heartland it got them uh for heart did it they didn't get my follow back they got a juno though <laughs> did they? I don't know. I'm sure they've won some uh, some Canadian Screen Awards. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I mean, there yeah. aren't a lot of shows. No, really, that's true. Yeah, Ooh, Heartland. I'd really hate to be Heartland right now. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Getting, oh man. Yeah, we're laying into them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More like Fartland. We're not. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're not afraid. To... Heartland has nothing but good things to say about us. <laughs> I know they're, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they are. They are tweeting yeah. constantly about yeah. hunks yeah. and oh. showbiz monkeys. Yeah. Weirdly, like yeah. I don't know why oh. they support a website, but. Yeah. they do, do. <laughs> oh no am i getting you in trouble no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had this uh, i was listen, listening back uh, years ago uh, when i interviewed lonely island you know seven eight years ago right half of the interview is basically determining if websites can have fans <laughs> like <laughs> really? the show is monkeys have fans yeah, yeah. and they determine that if they're on the site yeah they're a visitor Yep. And then when they're off the site, but thinking about it, they're a fan. They're a they're fan. A fan. Yeah, okay. But okay. when they're on the site, they're definitely not a fan. <laughs> right. They can't be a they're fan bizarre. when they're on the site. Like yeah. they hate it. Okay. That they makes hate sense. it when they're on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. So yeah, Heartland, when they're talking about us on Twitter all the time, which yeah. they do, yeah. Yeah, I think do. daily. They don't yeah. shut up. They are yeah. super fans. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But then when they come to the site. <laughs> Uh, haters haters yeah. but visitors i mean hate like land we like visitors. call it yeah hate land we should do a, sp- a, a spin-off called hate Ooh. land which us just just fucking trash in heartland <laughs> <laughs> they should put that horse down <laughs> anyways they got the first episode right yeah <laughs> they'll be very sh- very short <laughs> yeah <laughs> More like more like audio vines. Yeah, yeah right. six seconds. Yeah, can loop them. Yeah, that should be a thing. What is this Heartland? Nope. And then, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, episode, episode two. two. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Let's Done. just get through like a season right now. Yeah. yeah. No, we don't need to. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just want to one more thing with hunks is you you mentioned er, right at the very beginning when we were talking about it that within a short period of time you'd kind of accomplished all the goals you set out for yourselves. Right. Um. Now that you've played all these really cool uh, festivals like Just for Last Northwest, I mean Legendary uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest, uh, Chicago Sketch Fest. These are big festivals in North America for sketch comedy. What are your next goals uh, as a sketch comedy troupe? Uh, we laid some of them out recently. Um, we want to. We're working on developing some web series and like okay. online video content, yeah. which is big right now. Yeah. Um, ultimately, we'd like to have a TV show. Okay. Um, we would also uh, talk about doing more live podcasts and more live skit or die shows and. And you've like done that. like I, I should mention that you guys do have a, a great podcast hunks podcast and you've done a few live versions yep. of that so far did, yeah uh, that are very fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep. we just did one with uh jane testar from yeah. hot thespian action and outside joke yeah she was uh, very funny yeah yeah it's a great app great app and then we're doing another one with uh Ify, who's on cbc radio mm-hmm. um on the 15th of april anyways but yeah so that's kind of the goal 
yeah, yeah, those do are more, some of the goals. more of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so stuff grow, too, grow the like podcast, grow the yeah, yeah, and yeah, with TV, well, all that like web stuff, like that. Yeah. Well, that's that's the other thing I've noticed with Winnipeg comedy is yeah. a lot of people their their mindset stays local. Yeah. Right. Um, and it doesn't need to. Like we're in the internet age. Yes. Yeah. Where you can you know reach an audience anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's you know I think that's a good goal for you guys is you can still do stuff here. Yeah. yeah. But putting out online content you yep. can and tour as well right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're hoping coast, to get out, get yeah. out on the road again yeah sometime so. sometime late in the year i think yeah hopefully. and that would, would that be ultra. more like your own like you'd be planning yeah, a tour rather than like relying on festival dates and yeah things exactly like that. yeah 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 i think that's a good next step like you mentioned hip bang before they've done that yeah yeah, another little group, Kids in the Hall, they've done that. Yes. Uh, sketch right. troupe. Yes. Uh, they should yeah. certainly have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're doing the Edmonton Fringe Festival this year as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that'll be big. A massive yeah. festival. Yeah. So Yeah, we'll be in Winnipeg Fringe Festival as well in Edmonton. We're yeah. going to have uh, live podcasts as well in in uh, the Winnipeg. Winnipeg Fest. Oh, that's right. As yeah. a as a are you have you started talking about that promoting that yet? I don't know. I didn't want to a little bit up, just talking about it. Yeah, we but don't. Now this is going to be a BYOV and yeah, every night ten thirty p.m. We're going to be doing a, a live podcast taping there, and then there's going to be some other shows at We Johnny's as well. Graham Clark from uh, Bridge Columbia. Yeah, is uh, be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> doing his one man show there. JD's going to be doing his one man show there, and then we're going to have a couple. Uh, a couple secret shows. Ooh. And I'm not at liberty to talk about, but 7-Eleven will be involved. <laughs> so. But I, I like Sorry, the idea... Uh, 9-Eleven. Oh. <laughs> That's way less delicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hardier, though. Uh, yes. Yeah. Certainly It's hardy. got more heart. Heartland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I like the idea. I really like the idea of uh, of live podcasts at a Fringe Festival. I don't mm. know if other Fringes yeah. have done it, but I've never seen that done at the Winnipeg Fringe. Yeah. And it seems like a perfect opportunity right? for that. It's a you know nightly show. The Fringe, you can try new things out. There are a lot of you know sketch comedy and improv that happens. Yeah. So, I mean, people are open to a different show every night for, yeah. for certain things. And why not record it? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and yeah. put it out there. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like uh, people to know or are you just uh, your coffee's done? Your Yeah, uh, I'd like everyone to know my coffee's done. So you're probably um, getting tired. Yeah. Yeah, once I finish my coffee I get so <laughs> tired. <laughs> It's gonna lay down. Coffee here. only works when you're drinking it, right? Yeah, like the exactly. like caffeine like while you're consuming it yeah. it works and then as soon as you're done yeah, you just body starts to shut down. <laughs> organs start to fail. <laughs> um, uh, anything else? Uh, I don't like people to know very much about me. So, <laughs> yeah, I've already said too much. <laughs> <laughs> Great interview subject. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, don't want anyone yeah. to really know anything about me. <laughs> you you share that with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal does he he does interviews. He does not like to talk about himself. Oh, really? he'll talk about like the role and he'll talk about the movie or the thing. Interesting, but yeah. That's it. Hmm. He does Did not you ever like ask it. him like what his favorite part about his body is? <laughs> well, I I've never met Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. I've just heard that he had this thing. Do you ask him that? Okay. <laughs> okay Can Paul. you do that for me, Paul? <laughs> Paul? Can you ask Jake Gyllenhaal what his favorite body part is? I'll I'll yeah. make a call. Okay, okay, thank you. To Jill and Hall. And we'll wait. No, yeah, right now. You are. Okay, I'll make the call right now. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to no, do that for you, Tim. I don't. I guess the only other thing I want to plug like really quickly is uh, a comedy album will be released June 16th. 
of this year. If you're in Winnipeg, there's going to be a show at We Johnny's to release it. Yeah. And then it'll be on iTunes and available through uh, Zellers.biz. Your website. Yeah, there's two Zeds, one in Zellers, one in Biz. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also going to be in Winnipeg on June 16th. (laughs) So just watch out for me. Showbizmonkeys.com. I'll put my clothes on extra tight. Yeah. <laughs> secure them down. <laughs> jazz Fest is in town. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm always Watch out. naked at Jazz Fest. <laughs> Never a good week for Tim Gray. Yeah, it's not. You didn't start that way. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to go to the bank. <laughs> I got to handcuff myself to a radiator. <laughs> <laughs>